So anyway. So as you were saying. <laughs> when we were moving the pinball machine, I um, had a bit of a, a nerdy moment. I've actually no. really come to love the Shadow IP. I've got some comic books and they're really good. And I really enjoyed watching the movie. Okay. <laughs> even though it's, quote, bad. Yeah. Where can you even watch the movie? Where can you watch it? Yeah. Well, I found the DVD in Vinny's for like $2. <laughs> so I've mm-hmm. got it on DVD. <laughs> right. It's that bad. Yeah. But um, the catchphrase, or I don't know if it's catchphrase, it's written on the side of the mm. pinball machine. And we were moving it and we got it off the ute. And I was like folding up the straps and I wasn't I was looking away from the machine and my friend Alan who was helping me unload it he looked at it and read it on the side mm-hmm. <laughs> and so just without me seeing him I just hear him read out who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like it's my moment to shine <laughs> <laughs> the shadow knows <laughs> yes I know the call out but I only know that IP from the pinball machine right haven't seen the movie, read the comics. It's comics, right? Um, no, I think it was originally a radio show. Oh. One of those really old, like it was, you know, back in the day of radio plays. Oh, for some reason I thought The Shadow was a, like a superhero guy. He is a superhero. Well, depends. I mean, the lines are kind of blurred. He's He's got powers. Huh. Mm, but doesn't wear tights. No, it doesn't wear tights. Isn't that the sort of benchmark of a superhero? They have to wear tights? Um, no. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Um, what's his name? What is his name? I don't know why I'm forgetting. Spider-Man? No. Spider-Man wears tights. Um, Wolverine? No. He wears tights. Logan? No. I thought Logan was Wolverine. Yes. Yeah, but... I was trying to distinctualize that because I don't think... Distinctualize? Yeah, that's a word. I bet it is. Because, <laughs> um, you know, people don't think of Logan as wearing tights. I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like he looks like Hugh Jackman with jeans and a wife beater on. So Hugh Jackman then? Yeah. Hmm. Explain this superhero. Who's John McClane? Die Hard. Oh. Bruce Willis, in, in that movie. In is, Die is Hard. Is it just a norm- no, in, in Unbreakable? Unbreakable? No, what's it called? The hell are you talking about? <laughs> Bruce Willis. Yeah. He played a superhero, is that yeah. what you're trying to say? Yeah. He ain't gonna be in any tights. <laughs> <laughs> Did he play a superhero? I don't remember that. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I have no memory today. Style or doesn't wear <clears throat> tights? A lot of them don't. <laughs> yeah. I guess he doesn't have powers, so... Probably technically not a superhero. That's why he doesn't wear tights. Yeah. Mm. Um, how did we get onto this again? Oh, yeah, the shadow. Yeah, the shadow doesn't wear tights. No. But he does have powers. Does he? Yeah. What are his powers? Um, he can turn invisible. Right. I think, and then the other thing is, he has... It's not like telepathy. He can't read minds, but... It's almost like a, an extreme level of insight hmm. where maybe That's he's not he reading knows. their mind, but he knows what they're going to do or what they're thinking. Right. Yeah. So the shadow knows. 
He knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men because he was once like a crime lord drug dealer in like somewhere, some Bangkok or something like that. Yeah. This is Unbreakable. What? Unbreakable. So what superhero do you play? It's it's not like a, it's not a Marvel. (laughs) Mm. Mm. He he can like, he can tell if people are going to be, you can t- you can sense the bad guys, right? Um, by like touching them. What like he can? <clears throat> he's like a moral judger or something. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, Barometer. I, I forget if it's like the future. You can see people doing a future bad thing. Ah, but what's his name? David Dunn. That's similar to the yeah. Shadow too. Hmm. Hmm. It seems so, like so the, the whole shot is like he stands like in a crowd and just like holds his arms out and just like lightly brushes people <laughs> as they walk past. Mm. Then he gets the sense and you know he's he's often following. Did he get arrested for that sort of thing? Uh, he, I think he's the security guard actually. Ah, right. Yeah, I see. Mm. I see how it is. Yeah, he's abusing his powers. Yeah, and his <laughs> responsibilities. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, his position. Mm. Yeah, so that's even worse. Mm. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we figured that one out. Mm. Are we okay to start a podcast? Yep. Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast episode 44, a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball, board games and everything in between. It's the 14th of June, 2019, and that's a jalapeno popper <laughs> being crunched in a microphone. And my name's Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. And how are we feeling, gentlemen? Okay. I'm enjoying these jalapeno poppers. They're pretty great, aren't they? Mm. Mm. And that segues very beautifully into our first topic. <laughs> because cool. we had the very first Sydney Classic Gamers Club. Is that what it stands for? SCGC? <clears throat> yes. Sydney Classic Gamers Club. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, well, I'll let you describe what SCGC is. But the segue mm-hmm. was that it was hosted by a gentleman who also owns a store who sells jalapeno poppers. And we tasted them for the first time. Indeed. Mm. And hence now we're all addicted. Yeah. And now have more to eat during the podcast. Mm. Next time I go to the store, I'm definitely going to get some. Yes. (laughs) Recommended. But tell us all about what SCGC is, John, Mm. and then we can maybe talk a little bit more about the games that we played and what's going to happen in future. Mm. Yeah, um, basically... It's just a club that I made up. Um, I've been wanting to... Out of thin air? Yeah, just out of thin air. Amazing. mm. Is that your superpower? It's everyone's superpower. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to wear tights to come up with ideas out of thin air. Yeah, that's right. Mm. You can do it if you want to. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, basically, I wanted to do some kind of event for a while, and I've spoken to a lot of people about this. Um, There's nothing really going on in Sydney. 
I think the closest thing uh, is probably at 1989, they do the Arcade Club there, mm. which is like, I think it's $15 and you get a drink and it's basically Sunday from 10 till 4, I think. Right. And it's arcade games on free play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sort of aimed towards kids as well, so there's no alcohol or anything, right? Uh, I believe, from memory. Not that that, I mean, whether it matters or not, I don't know. Yeah, it's it up to the to individual. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, that's all. it's all arcade too, and I really wanted to do something that was a bit more um, included sort of console games and all games really, but... Just playing, playing old games, exploring, you know, um, what these old consoles have to offer. Mm. So, basically wanted to do, like, the PAX Classic area mm. um, in a meet, sort of a regular-ish meet. Mm. Um, so, yeah, originally wanted to do something public, but the problem with public is it comes with a lot of requirements you need to do it somewhere public where everyone can go, which means you need to get in some some businesses involved or, you know, if you want to do it at like a, a community hall or something, you need to get insurance and that can mm. be very expensive, yep. uh, not to mention complicated. And then the event becomes almost like a business. Um, we did explore doing it at 1989, but that's hard too because they have very limited space and it's only certain times you can do it. And yeah, so we've decided uh, uh, eventually after a while, I decided to pretty much copy the Wild Ball format, which is a pinball club that we yep. have been involved in. That's been going for about four years now, I think. Four years? I three years? Doing, they're years. doing Wild Ball 6, I believe. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it's been going for a while. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's all very much sort of, they organise, I don't know how many hosts, but let's just say eight hosts for a year, mm-hmm. maybe once a month or maybe a little bit less, sometimes a little bit more, depending on availability of the hosts. And, you know, they're hosts who have games in their house and they invite a bunch of people around. They usually get 20 to 30 people Mm -hmm. um, and they choose a bunch of games to be part of their tournament games. Yep. And people play the tournament games and then at the end of the night, the scores are tallied together and winners Mm -hmm. announced and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I pretty much copied that almost exactly. I mean, pinball's a little bit different to, you know, retro console stuff. Um, We have a smaller limit of people that we invite. Mm. And I think that's partly to do with the fact that when you have pinball machines, you tend to have like a dedicated space for it. Mm. Uh, And that means that when people come over, they're not intruding on, like, your home area and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, they're generally. usually in a dedicated game room or garage yeah. or basement. Yeah. Or, yeah. And a lot of, I guess, you know, retro gamers have a room for it, but there seems to be less space. And so, yeah, I think we're, we're just starting small and we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, I mean, 30 people is a lot of people to have in your house. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I think even looking much into the future, if this is a really big success, I can't imagine having 30 people mm. for something like that. I yeah. mean, like you said, because of the way people don't necessarily have game rooms mm. for their retro stuff, oftentimes a lot of this stuff is in their lounge room. Mm. You couldn't really have 30 people just wandering around your general living area. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, if it did get to that kind of stage, I'd probably look at then, you know, uh, a public space. Because if we had that many people, we probably could get to a level where we could involve, you know. I mean, one of the options I looked at was a lot of pubs will do a free function area. Hmm. Um, They're not often very nice pubs, but Hmm. it doesn't really matter. (laughs) And as long as, you know, people in the club are willing to kind of bring things along, it wouldn't be too difficult to set up tables and set up things Hmm. um and we'd probably be just running off like uh emulation carts and stuff but it doesn't really matter it's just about sitting down and playing some games and yeah the competition aspect kind of i mean i'm a pretty naturally competitive person and i like having new challenges like you know games i've never played before and then going oh you know, what's the best score I can get on this? Mm. And so I think that's why the comp style really appeals to me Um, because you're learning a lot of new games. So, And then the games are chosen by the host, so the games that the host really likes and tends to know well, uh, so it's often a case where you'll talk to them and they'll say, oh, yeah, you know, this is what you need to do to try and get a good score. Hmm. And uh, I tend to find that once I know how to play a game or once I understand how it works, you start to understand why people like it. So Hmm. I think it's a really great way to get introduced to new old games, so to speak. Yep. Um, Yeah. And then we'll have, you know, a a yearly winner over so many meets. Mm -hmm. Um, And... uh, yeah, it's just fun, fun thing to do. Yeah, no, it is It is a lot of fun. So, yeah, the, we had our first one a couple of weeks ago, like I said, and Ben hosted that. Mm-hmm. And that was really, really fantastic. And, mm-hmm. and you know, going again back to what you've just been talking about, it's a, it's a smaller group because, you know, we're seeing where this is going to lead and also the space and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but that kind of lends itself to a more sort of... I don't know. It's more of a social get-together thing. And, you know, while there's a a tournament as such, it's not really a serious thing. No, it's not serious at all. Yeah, you're just jumping on one game and playing it, see if you get a score, and then go off and play something else that's Mm. not part of the tournament. Yep. And then go back on the tournament game again and have a play. Mm. Actually, you uh, have you been... Oh, no. Yeah, have you been thinking about... Is it the host that needs to add to the trophy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 you need to think about what you're going to add to the trophy. <laughs> yes, because I'm hosting the next one. So we've started with this trophy, which at the moment is like a little espresso cup from is it is it Little Big Planet? Something. What? It's a game like that. Hmm. Anyway, a little espresso cup, and 
it's got a soft toy banana like stuffed inside it mm. <laughs> because the bananas become like a bit of a running joke. Yeah, a bit of a meme. <laughs> yeah. And the idea is now each meet the host is going to add something to that trophy. Mm. At some point, I I feel like someone's going to have to add like some kind of structural basis <laughs> to the trophy because... Yeah, it could get out of control <laughs> and difficult to move around without falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that was... It was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and the five games chosen by Ben to be in the comp was Vecky Bird mm. on the Vectrex. Um, who won that? That was... Evan, Evan won. Yeah. Evan by won a fair that. bit. Yep, he got 39 points. Yeah. Second place behind him was you, John, with 31. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Evan really killed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space Harrier on the PC Engine. Mm. And you won that one, John. Yeah. With me second. Oh, wow. And then Crazy Taxi on the Dreamcast. Yeah. Was it the Saturn? Dreamcast. Dreamcast, okay. Mm-hmm. And you also won that one, John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who came? That was a game that I practiced beforehand. Uh, ben came second. I think we found out the games a week beforehand. Yeah, I think Ben came second because he was the only one, the only other person that actually knew how to play it properly. Well, that's interesting. So there must be something. The score in here is the lowest score, yet he came second. So there must be. What? Yeah, you might have to check that. Oh. Are you looking at the picture? Yeah. Uh, the other game He was... definitely came second. It might be something to do with the um, ordering that yeah. got stuffed up. Or maybe the last three numbers are zeros, so the spreadsheet cut them off or something. Mm, maybe. Know. I'll have a look at it. Anyway, other game was Death Tank, and I believe that was... What was that? Saturn? Uh-huh, that was fun. Yeah, that was on the Saturn. And that's sort of like a... A bonus on Duke Nukem or yeah. something? Yeah. I think he said basically it was on more worms. than one game, but yeah, yeah it was kind of like worms, worms. But with tanks. But also, I mean, I guess it's similar to Worms, but um, you build points after each round and then you can buy upgrades and stuff. Mm. So you can uh, buy homing missiles, jump jets, shields, yeah. all that kind of thing. Oh, it was The missiles were guided missiles, so yeah. you had to... You had to yeah, direct right. it, which yeah. wasn't that easy, mm. but it was definitely, if you had a hard shot to do, it was probably well, easier than, yeah. Mm. And Ben won that one, with you coming yes. second, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Gunstar <laughs> Heroes on the Mega Drive. Yep. And Matt won that one. Mm. I'm not sounding surprised. It's just, you know, that's that's cool. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> And I came second mm-hmm. in your faces. Did you guys both finish it? No. No, I didn't finish it. I oh. I think I got close. You didn't finish it? No. Oh, you were on the last stage, weren't you? Uh, I don't know. I don't mm. know the game very well. Yeah. Um, but I got some tips from Matt while mm. I was playing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I see. Coaching. Oh. Yeah. I might have to make some coaching rules. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's all casual. and Well, it didn't affect anything because you ended up winning anyway. I did, So yeah. stop complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a good night. Yeah. And yeah, we'll do it all again at my place 
sometime soon. Mm. Um, like we said, it's a pretty small closed group. Spots are limited and they're already full. Um, but yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We do we do need to talk about Vecchi Bird, though. Hmm. <laughs> so that was one that I think, I mean, I guess I was pretty stuck on it. Like, I played it a fair bit, and but Evan was really into it. Or is addicted the right word? Not addicted, but compelled to continue playing it until he had a score that he was yeah. satisfied with. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Evan, yeah, he he got really addicted to that. Mm. But yeah, it's basically Flappy Bird, but on the Vectrex. And talking of the Discord, the Discord is going great guns. Mm. Really happy with how the Discord's going. There's 21 people in there now. Cool. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so if people want to join the Discord and join the chat, not necessarily just to listen to us broadcast live, but just talk in general, because um, we talk about a lot of shit. Mm, we do. Games, mostly. Mostly games. Mostly games. Yep. Um, yeah, come and join us. At, uh, and I've set up a redirect now yeah. <laughs> after Matt complained last time. <laughs> uh, if you go to gamethesystem.co slash discord, that's gamethesystem.co slash discord, mm -hmm. that will redirect you to the invite to the discord. You can probably actually remember that and you don't need to get out a paper and pen right now. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to uppercase letters and numbers and... Crap and so on. Um, and hopefully that works. I set it up today. Wow. Hmm. It seemed to work. People might think we're professionals. Hmm. <laughs> Probably not. We wouldn't want them to think that. No. No, that would be very much out of character. <laughs> uh, something else we can talk about very quickly. Mike Lombardi from the USA recorded the first ever max out score on Matt Mania. Matt what? Mania? Yeah, the arcade game, Matt Mania. What's that? It's a wrestling game. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was that one. Yes. Cool. So I think it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe almost a month ago, he recorded or beat the world record score. But that was something like 5 million something, blah, blah, blah. But um, he played again, and I think it was a 12-hour game to max out the score at 99999. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Very, very impressive, and when he beat the world record score a, a month ago or so, that score had been there since 1986. Okay. Wow. So, it's a 33-year-old record. That's a long time. Yes, Very it is. Cool. So, congrats to Mike. That's pretty awesome. Mm. Um, E3 happened. Anything exciting that anyone cares about at E3? I only know about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> in general or in regards to E3 well, he appeared the, the person and yeah. said you're oh. all breathtaking 
Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I didn't see that. No, I haven't seen it. Mm. I heard he was somehow involved, but mm. I don't actually know in what way. He's um. So he seems to be in this game, Cyberpunk. Mm. You see him, a CG version of him at the end of the trailer. Right. And then he came out onto the uh, yeah. hmm. So it was like meant to be a surprise. And people literally went nuts. Like, like seriously? Wow, okay. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> he's just a dude. <laughs> and I think he was genuinely, he seemed genuinely shocked at how crazy people were going. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. And, um, yeah, someone, he was talking about the game, obviously reading off of Prompter and said something like, you know, oh, it's really breathtaking. <laughs> and some guy yelled out, you're breathtaking. <laughs> and then he turned around and like pointed at the guy and said, no, you're breathtaking. <laughs> you're all breathtaking. It was a pretty okay. good moment. I can see how that was a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the only one worth talking about about E3. Mm. Yeah. There's nothing else exciting, was there? Uh, there may have been, but I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, so either I was I. I don't know. May find out. <laughs> course of the next few weeks it's kind of funny like non-contact works as like a filter of rubbish Mm. so if you just don't pay attention and then just wait until all the actual good things permeate your non-contact then you'll know what's worth paying attention to (laughs) this is super deep john (laughs) i didn't know we're going to get this deep into it but it is a good point does that make sense (laughs) It, it does okay cool it does there was something about a new Zelda game and stuff, but yeah, yeah. whatever. Think, yeah. Do you, I heard about Nintendo doing things. Mm. Cool. They, I think Good story. They made, I think they made the fans happy. Right. Mm. They could have shat on a plate <laughs> and the fans would have been happy. <laughs> <laughs> they would have loved it. Anyway. That's, okay. <laughs> okay. That's a bit of this. Sounds like you side. might be a bit bitter, Mark. No, no. I mean, you know, you have your passionate group of fans mm. they they just go nuts about anything yeah true like keanu reeves appearing yeah yeah Absolutely. there's one there's one jrpg that never got an english translation which they're finally doing oh but it's it's some name i'll never right be able to pronounce it or remember <laughs> what it is even and people went crazy mm. Mm. it wasn't mother three but they were still pretty happy anyway mm. right yeah okay yeah Actually, that reminds me of something that they said on the Giant Bomb thing. There were some new characters released in Smash Brothers Ultimate, and one of them was from, I think it's Dragon Quest. Mm. Oh. And <laughs> they're like, oh, yay, finally there's like an anime sword guy in the game. <laughs> <laughs> there's already like six of those. Yeah, 60 or so. <laughs> yeah. Cool. E3 happened. As you said, our ignorant filter <laughs> will... Yeah, we'll hear about the good stuff in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Summer Games Done Quick mm. is very, very soon. Oh, cool. 23rd of June it starts. Oh, more juicy speedrun content. I know. This is, uh, yeah, probably my favourite gaming event of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, event that you watch mm-hmm. um, and not partake in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Games Done Quick, it's a charity event. Um, seven days a week, 24 hours, speedrunners, speedrunning games, mm-hmm. broadcast, Twitch chat, donations, all that kind of stuff. It's all really cool. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, check it out. It's, it's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Have you donated, Mark? I donate via buying a bunch of T-shirts. Ah. And paraphernalia. You're wearing one right now. I'm wearing one right now. This is the SGDQ 2017 shirt. And it looks like a Super Nintendo controller being held by a creature who has tentacles rather than arms. Correct. Mm. So it's basically hentai. (laughs) And it's in the form of a Nintendo box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like an NES box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's how I donate because um, uh, I don't know how often, but let's say every five hours or so, mm-hmm. the people who make these T-shirts, which is the Yeti, mm-hmm. Yeti, 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 what? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I think it's y e t e e dot com. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. but they might pronounce it the Yeti. Um, yeah, they make these T-shirts and they sell them and people buy them and then. There's a certain percentage of the price of the shirts they mm-hmm. give back to GDQ. Mm-hmm. So every five hours, they'll announce how much money they've made and giving to SGDQ. Oh, cool. And it's always in the hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a lot of money. They must sell a lot of t-shirts. Yeah, a shitload. Yeah. How much is the shipping a lot out of interest? Uh, I don't think so because it just comes in a in a... You know, one of those loose plastic bag thingies. Okay. Um, Not significant enough for you to pay attention, obviously. No. Mm. No. Cool. Yes. So, 23rd of June. Be on the lookout for that on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, the other good thing about it at Games Done Quick is that they put all of their runs up on YouTube afterwards. So, you get probably a good couple of months worth of content to watch. And another thing we can talk about is the Mega Drive Mini. The final games have been announced. Were they? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Go. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded unconvinced. Now he's interested. <laughs> 42 games in total. Mm-hmm. Which is quite a few. Yeah. As John does the reach around for some jalapeno poppers. Uh, yeah, 42 games. And before I get into this... If you want to listen to uh, a really good conversation about all of these games, listen to the latest Arcade Attack podcast. They go into all 42, and Arcade Attack is just a fantastic podcast anyway. It's probably my favorite retro gaming podcast at the moment, so check those guys out. Um, But we can quickly go over this list. What I'll do is I'll just run through all 42, and then we can maybe just... I don't know, talk about ones that particularly stand out to us or ones that don't seem to be in there and we're upset about. Hmm. But there's some good ones, so we'll start from the beginning. Does that make sense? Huh? (laughs) A, the letter A. Yeah, let's start at the letter A. Okay. No. Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. That doesn't start with the letter A. Eco the Dolphin. Hmm. Castlevania the New Generation and or Castlevania Bloodlines. Okay. (gasps) Space Harrier 2, mm. Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, mm. Toe Jam and Earl, mm. Comic Zone, mm. Altered Beast, Gunstar Heroes, Castle Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, mm. World of Illusion also starring Mickey Mouse but mm. also starring Donald Duck, mm. Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3, Streets of Rage 2, Earthworm Jim, 
Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Probotector, Landstalker, Mega Man The Wily Wars, Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition, Ghouls and Ghosts, Alex Kidd in Enchanted Castle, Story of Thor, Golden Axe, Fantasy Star 4, Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball, Vector Man, Wonder Boy in Monster World, Tetris, Darius, Road Rash 2, Strider, Virtual Fighter 2, Alicia Dragoon, Kid Chameleon, Monster World 4, Eternal Champions, Columns, Dynamite Heady, Light Crusader. Okay. Sweet right. Jesus. I approve. Right, that's that's Matt's summary. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> they seem to have hit a lot of the <clears throat> expensive games. Mm. Mega Man, cool. The Wily Wars. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty rare one. Castlevania Bloodlines. Yep. Tetris. Oh, oh yeah, so Sega That's one Tetris. of the rarest uh, Mega really? Drive games there is, oh. yeah. There's probably there about one. five to ten copies in the world. What? Yeah. I think it's actually one of the most expensive out there. Wow. And then the other one was Super Fantasy Zone? Hmm. Super Fantasy Zone? Is that rare? Not, no, no. Yeah. Uh, not saying that it's rare, but oh. I didn't know there was a Super Fantasy Zone. Right. It's rare that in the way that I didn't know it existed. Right. Okay. <laughs> Is it just like Fantasy Zone? But it's Super I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think I've played it, but I can't remember. <laughs> okay. uh, so I was thinking, like, there's no <coughs> EA games, and then you said Road Rush 2. Hmm. But then, That's th- was that the only one? Only EA game? Yeah. Oh, EA. Because mm. while you're reading out the names, I'm perusing the, the stack. In front of me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, because we're recording at my place, so we have a a dangerously high stack of games that could kill anyone at any moment. Yes. Um, anyone or anything. Indeed. So there were no sport games? No. Yeah. No sport games. Um, no racing games, unless you count Road Rash 2, All right. which is kind of a racing game. <clears throat> Pro Protector, that's a rare game. Yeah. Which is Contra. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's a Mega Drive version of Contra. Hmm. No Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Yeah, we had one and two. Yeah. I'm not so fast on having three in there either. Hmm. I think it's a good list. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. I can't really think of anything that I believe <coughs> should be in there that isn't. Was Street think... Rage 2 in there? Yeah. 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 I think it'd be pretty fair to have, like, a couple of the sport things in there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you, know you put a FIFA in. We probably put a Madden in. Thing. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Gunstar Heroes. That's obviously popular. Yeah, he's a bigger company than Sega now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it just seemed funny, like, have this publisher in there and only have one game. Could have done without Altered Beast. Yeah. That's the bit overdone. I think that's a game, though, that's, like, such a classic that people, even though it may not be the best, mm. people just want to play it because... Yeah, Arcade Attack made the point that there's a lot of nostalgia for that game because it was included with every Mega Drive, mm. so everyone remembers it. Mm. 
Uh, no Thunder Force 4, only Thunder Force 3. And everyone loves Thunder Force 4. Mm. 3's still good. Mm. It's it's probably the right choice because everyone knows Thunder Force 4. Yeah. Maybe not so much 3. Do you think that there's ever going to be updates or anything to the this console? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Probably... Uh, probably not. I wouldn't I mean, think not, so. None no. of the others seem to. Yeah. So and there's 42 really... games. I mean... Do we know if... Um, <clears throat> is it USB for controller ports and stuff? I don't know. Hmm. No Revenge of Shinobi. So we, you said... Only like Shinobi, Shinobi 3. 3. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's surprising. Revenge of Shinobi has some of the best music. Yeah, I love the music in that. Pretty happy with Ghouls and Ghosts being in there. It's a great port of the arcade. It's not perfect, but it's it's a good one. I probably would have liked to have seen Road Rash 1 in there. As much as I like Road Rash 2, and it's great for two-player, mm-hmm. uh, I think Road Rash 1 is the more pure experience. Mm. It seems like they've chosen <coughs> one out of games that have multiple entries. Hmm. Yeah, two is a good one. I think I prefer the music in the first game. Um, yeah, I do too. Yeah, the music in two can be a bit funny. I think it's still good, but mm. just a bit. Yeah, yeah it goes it goes in weird places. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's still good. Yeah. Still really good. I don't see why they have Eternal Champions in there. I think that's a pretty bad it's game. Pretty, pretty crappy. Yeah. Oh, not that I've played a, a lot of it, but. I think it's one of those games that you put it on and you're like, oh, this is why they hate people hate this game. <laughs> like when I played Shaq Fu. <laughs> right, yeah. I think fighting games are hard to get right. Mm. Especially on limited hardware. Although the Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition, they've got that in here. And that's supposedly the best 16-bit uh, port mm. of Street Fighter 2. Because um, even though everyone was you know, going gaga over the SNES version, and I was as well. I thought the Mega Drive version was shit. Mm. I've later learned, and I've talked about this previously on the podcast, that um, it's only the Mega Drive version that has the proper frame data. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a proper Ah. port of the arcade as opposed to the other ones that Mm. are mostly there, but not Mm. quite as much. Mm -hmm. So even though the Mega Drive version doesn't look as good as the SNES version, it actually plays better. Mm -hmm. According... To the experts. Mm. But yeah, back in the day, I was one of the kids that said it was rubbish. Because mm. the SNES version looked better. Mm-hmm. Shows what I know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just a bit of group think for you, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I read all the magazines back in the time. And um, uh, I seem to recall the magazine saying the same thing. Why do we have this Mega Drive version when the SNES version exists. Mm. So, um, yeah, so the Mega Drive Mini, I think it looks cool. As long as it's um, it comes out and the emulation's good, I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited to buy it, put it on, well, connect it to my TV, yeah. play it twice. <laughs> That'd be about so it. So you're going to pull it out of the box then? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> you're not going to try and get the full stack? Edition. I do want that actually. What? There's a. I can't remember which store, but or which stores, but I think in Japan, 
You can buy plastic molds that look exactly the same as like the 32X, uh-huh. Sega CD, Sonic and Knuckles and the and the Master System conversion right. thing. So, you can stack them all together on top of the Mini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't function. They just look like the real thing, but in Mini versions. Okay. Yeah. I'd, have, I'd want to get it. <laughs> I don't know why. It looks really cool. Yeah. It'd be awesome to have a Mega CD one. You don't have one of those, do you? No. Yeah. I had one back in the day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what we had too. Hmm. Hmm. They're very cool looking. So I'm getting one as long as the emulation's okay. Well, actually, I've pre-ordered it, so I probably have to get it regardless. Hmm. I think you, John, was a little bit iffy. Yeah, I haven't, I, well, I, I pretty much decided that um, I'll just wait and see if it gets, if it goes cheaper, I'll probably get one when it gets cheaper. But, uh, yeah, I think I'd rather buy another piece of hardware than that, because I can play all those games already, hmm. so. I think it's just the convenience of being able to, Plug it into a modern TV and turn it on, oh, and yeah. you're playing games. Whereas Absolutely. a Pi, you can't even really do that. I mean, with a Pi, you have to, um, you know, you got to set it up to do that. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't set it up to do that if you had a Pi, <clears throat> which I also do have. you got a whole menu full of arcade games, mm-hmm. Mega Drive, Nintendo, which is awesome. But, you know, it's the, the menuing's a little bit fiddly, yeah. and you've also got the setup to do, so... Yeah. I think the advantages of these little mini systems is, again, you can just plug it into a modern TV, turn it on, and you're pretty much instantly playing games. Mm. And that's kind of cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And they look cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You could buy them, rip out the innards, put in something better, and have the best of both yeah. worlds. I don't know. <laughs> and also, no doubt, people will hack them and make them moddable to be whatever you'll probably be able to put whatever games you want on it hmm yeah which is a good segue <laughs> if we're done talking about that yeah or, uh, and and or other things mm-hmm. yes we're done with news items So, how about that segue? Yeah. Uh, as part of the, the PlayStation days of Sony, whatever it is, sale. The what? The, oh, the days of play? They do this sale called, like, the days of play or something like that. Okay. I don't know how often it is. It might be every quarter or something. They do a sale. And it's, like, online but also in stores. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of that, Big W was selling the PlayStation Classic for $39. That's a good price. Yeah. Um, JB have it for 44 so it's not much more. Mm. But yeah, I, I jumped on it. I paid for it online 
and selected pickup. I could have got it shipped out. But yeah. And then they sold out in like two hours. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So that's how you sell garbage. Yep. Mm. You make it cheap. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Not to spoil the story you're going to go on to. Because I've... To be clear, I've, I've only heard bad things about it. Mm. Which is why I haven't bought one yet. Mm. But at $39 or even $44, mm. I will buy one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, so I got it and brought it home. It's so small. It's really cute. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Probably because it's mini. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've played it and there is significant input lag issues oh. that make certain games difficult to play. That's really shit. Um, yeah. Uh, look, it's not that bad. But yeah, again, it comes back to like the same point that I had about just playing on LCD TVs with old consoles and stuff with the input lag, and it has an effect on gameplay that is not that obvious, and especially when it's a game that you're not that familiar with, Mm. it just seems like the game is sluggish. Mm. It takes away the snappiness, like it makes the game feel... Yeah, it's almost like it's how badly programmed games feel, you know. Um, is it is it input lag or is it just lag lag? Like, does um, the game run slow or is it actually you press the button and then you notice milliseconds later things happen? Yeah, so I think there's, I think there's a bit of both. Um, the game that I was primarily using to test was R-Type. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did mod it. Because it's really, really easy to do now. I was going to say, is R-Type on there? No. No. You can download your, your games um, and you can download the mod software, put what, it on a USB stick. What version of R-Type? On PlayStation, there's a version called R-Types. Oh, and yeah. And it's got one and two and something else. Leo? I, not Leo. Oh. It's... I forget what it's called, but... Third Strike? Is that a no. thing? I might have just made that street up. Street Fighter. <laughs> that's true. That's a Street Fighter version. <laughs> it was something like... I don't know. But it's. I think it gave me the impression that it was just like extra levels or something like that. Because hmm. it's not Delta and it's not Leo. Right. Um, I also downloaded R-Type Delta, but yet to play. Anyway, um... So, yeah, but that's the game I was using to test because it's a game that's, like, very twitchy and I played it a lot recently um, on the arcade, just on MAME, and then also on the Master System. Hmm. Evan says R-Type 1 and 2 is awesome. He is correct. Yeah. Hmm. I love R-Type. All true. Yep. Yeah, so... It was a really good game to test, and I could tell straight away as soon as I played it. Because before I played R-Type on this PlayStation Classic, I thought, ah, it's not that bad. I played Tekken. That seemed okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely could tell that it didn't feel exactly the same, but it seemed okay. But I think that you naturally, like, your brain adjusts to the lag. Mm. Um, But yeah, as soon as I played R-Type, I was like, this is unplayable. You can't play it. Because... 
what t- was happening was I was overshooting all the moves mm. because I was letting the button go and the ship would keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes it really hard when you've got to go through, like, thin areas or you want to go close to the ground or something. Mm. It's really hard to control and that... It, that's the type of thing that I think, as a player that doesn't play very often, you would just think, oh, this game's really hard. Mm. But then, having recently played, like, the arcade and Master System version, I know that it's more difficult to play there because I've got less control over the ship, mm-hmm. less precise control. And so, I just can't play it on that yeah. version, Yep, um, which is really annoying because uh, it looks nice and... It's nice to be able to conveniently play it in my lounge room. Um, but anyway. Evan's saying that um, R-Types, which is the PSX version that you're talking about, mm-hmm. it's the reason he bought a Jap PSX. Oh. Hmm. But why particularly a Japanese one? I don't know. Because <coughs> it is it is available in other regions, isn't it? Yeah, all the, all the ROMs I've got, all the games I acquired are NTSC U. USA versions. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, so there's a few... So going back to the mod, like, it's really, really easy to do. You just download a software called AutoBleam. You format a USB stick to FAT32. You dump the software over. There's a games folder. You put your games in there. Hmm. Then you plug the USB stick into port 2 on the PlayStation Classic. You turn it on, and really? that's all you have to do. Huh. Yep. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Sony? Hmm. Hmm. Because maybe they thought, people are just going to mod this or whatever. Let's just make it easy for them. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, the way that they designed the thing, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case because it seems like such little effort has gone into it hmm. that... It seems like they've just gone, let's just make it look nice mm. and we'll just put some USB controllers on and people can just do whatever they want with it. Yeah. Like, who cares? We're just going to sell the units. Yeah. If they're not going to sell, it's not doesn't connect to the, to the internet. And you need the unit to do, you know, to put the extra games on and stuff. So, really, it's, it's no skin off their nose, I guess. It doesn't seem like they... Are ever planning on, ma- like making sort of games that you can buy separate or anything like that. Hmm. If they wanted you to upgrade, they probably would have put a USB port on the back or something. Hmm. But they didn't do that. I mean, I guess you can go through the front, but they did make the power limited through the front USB ports. All oh, right. Um, because they're designed to only take those controllers. Yep. So, yeah, so getting into some of the more nitty-gritty stuff, um, the mods have come really far. So you you have to use FAT32 standard, um, but you can upgrade the kernel in the system to be able to take other file systems. Right. Um, You can also now upgrade the kernel to be able to use USB with an OTG adapter through the back. What's an OTG adapter? So OTG is on the go. 
Okay. Um, that doesn't really explain anything. No, it doesn't. No, it's a <laughs> crap name. But what On The Go is, is it's a certain type of um, USB adapter that allows you to plug things into, like, your USB on your phone, like your power charger uh, on your phone. Right. So, yeah, so the, the, the plug that you use to charge your phone, if you use an On The Go cable, you can then plug in, like, a USB stick into the other end of that and read things off the USB stick. Right. I imagine there's probably limitations to that on Apple phones because of yeah. the way they're locked down. But on Android, you can even plug in like a keyboard and mouse and use a keyboard and mouse like mm. on your mm-hmm. Android device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's lots of things you can do with them. Uh, so with the PlayStation Classic, you can plug that into the power and then you plug the power into your on-the-go device and your USB stick into the on-the-go device and then that frees up your front things. That's important because right. you can't play two-player when you've got a SD card yeah, yeah, into yeah. the second control port. Yep. The other thing is it takes away the limitations of the power on um, the front ports because they're limited. I think it was like to 100 milliamps or something, mm-hmm. um, which apparently there's been problems with burning out those USB sockets or something because the USB sticks... If they draw more than that, it can cause problems. Yeah. Matt looks really super skeptical. Well, <laughs> it, yeah, it's complicated. This is just what I've this is just what I've read. Yeah. Apparently it can happen. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it means that, yeah. It burn out the sticks or bur- break the, the um, console. I don't know. I it's it, something that I didn't worry about because I didn't have that problem and yeah. hmm. if you designed you device properly like the playstation mini it shouldn't do that but we already have you know ascertained that they didn't design right. it properly yeah so, so that is indicated that they didn't mm. yeah yeah so the other thing is the emulation that it does stock standard isn't that great and when you install or when you use the modded uh software it uses one of the cores that well emulation cores that are used in RetroArch or any kind of emulator, mm-hmm. which is apparently provides better performance. Right. But then there's other bottlenecks. So, and this is when you asked about the type of lag. Um, there's obviously there's input lag, but then there's also um, whatever your TV is doing, like mm. the post-processing stuff. Yeah. Uh, which could cause some lag on the way out kind of thing or yeah. on the way to display. And then there's like frame rate issues, which is the the console itself. Hmm. So I've definitely experienced some of those frame rate issues um, before I modded it. After I modded it, it seemed fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think my TV is a problem and that's what is causing me a lot of issues with the input lag. You can't turn on game mode or turn off the filtering and all of that? I did turn on game mode. Um, it was still an issue. It's mm. really hard to tell if it makes much difference. Um, but I still found R-Type like really difficult to play. Right. But I think my TV is quite old now, and it's always been really sluggish. Like when you change the channel, it takes a while to load. Um, if you hit the menu, it takes ages to load. And mm. sometimes like... What's the brand? It's a 
It's the same song, I think. Oh. Well, they usually... Their stuff is usually pretty good. Yeah, I think we might have got... (laughs) Matt's uh, again looking a bit (laughs) suspect there. I mean, you know, they may have been at some point. No, so they're not anymore. This whole thing about adding the latency in the display Mm. from all the crap Mm. that they add in, and Samsung are amazing at adding crap to their TVs. Uh It doesn't need to be there. It's got... got, They just stop trying, the display will be a lot better. Hmm. It's got so much rubbish on it, the TV. Like, it's got this, like, this gem button. And now when I press that gem button, all it does is disable any menu function because it's like you press it, the TV is trying to, like, load this menu, (laughs) but it never gets there. Hmm. It just... Become stuck. Mm. I thought it would be like a... When you said that, it's like a child mode or something. So, if your kid gets the remote, then it doesn't matter. No, it's like the smart TV button. So, mm. it takes you to like the smart TV menu where you have like the Android right. OS so you can do stuff. It sounds like you've got TV problems. Yeah. I mean, we mm. never use that anymore because we have uh, Chromecast and we just use Netflix through that and mm. whatever we want to do all goes through the Chromecast. Hmm. You know, you said the magic word and then Mark appeared. You said Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) We love Netflix. Um, Yeah. yeah. Streaming services all the way. Yeah. I don't watch free to air TV, except now that I've been watching (laughs) X Files on SBS. Although I didn't watch, I've missed two episodes now. Uh, See, that's what happens when it's on demand. Lucky I can, whatever it's called. I checked. I could not find it on the thing. I, I even installed the Freeview app here. What? It's on SBS On Demand. It, it, I couldn't find it. It's there. Okay. Did you download the SBS app? Yeah. Did you type in x-files? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't know about the dash. I want to put space. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure if you just open it and watch the carousel for like a few ticks, it pops up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listeners probably don't understand what we're talking about. The X-files. Well, that part probably, but Mark in particular, who's, you know, he's a listener of ours, also a friend of ours, but he's the type of person that does not like streaming services, which is why we brought it up as a bit of a gag, because Mark appeared just as we mentioned Netflix. Hmm. I just thought I'd better explain that, because our listeners are probably going, what the fuck are they talking about? Fair enough. Which is probably what they say all the time anyway, but, you know... (laughs) If you've made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> you are somewhat patient. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about, so either do the listeners. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think I yeah, I think I have TV issues. Hmm. So I think the TV is not great. We got it. It was one of those situations, you know, when you go in and I was always like, I don't need a smart TV because I have, this is back in the day. We watch Netflix on like our PS3, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we didn't we didn't really need the smart TV because we could do it a number of other ways. Mm. So I was like, we don't need a smart TV. We'll just get a like plain. Wait, know. what's a smart TV? A smart TV has Android, an Android OS or something built into it. Uh, so you can you can open like a YouTube app or a Netflix app. I see. in the TV. Okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, because we've we've still got our TV we bought. I don't know, mm-hmm. must be ten years ago or yeah, something but, ridiculous. Yeah, 
It's a Samsung, <coughs> but yeah, it's it's not a smart TV. <coughs> hence why I didn't know <coughs> what a smart TV was. Yeah. So we've, like you were talking about, we've got our PS4, our Xbox One X, our Apple TV. Yeah, yeah all those yeah. devices yeah. that do the stuff. And it's funny. All that stuff is so much better than any smart TV thing. Yeah. The right. funny thing is, never yeah, good. it's mm. it's kind of going almost the same way as like a TomTom device where, you know, now the software on our phones and Chromecast and stuff has become so refined that it's outdated anything that would be on a TV, you know, mm. that's made by like software that's built in by a hardware manufacturer, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and software that's static. Yeah. And so it's it comes in the box, never gets updated. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm guessing a smart TV also has it probably does. Wi-Fi and yeah, the, updates, Doobie Watsits yeah. and things. Yeah. yeah, but not good enough. Can you? It, do you have the problem with smart TVs where you turn them on and you have to wait 40 minutes to be yeah. able to watch TV because it's Depends updating? Depends what you get. <laughs> updating? Oh. That's okay. awesome. We've got one at work that takes like two minutes to boot. Cool. Yeah. That'd piss me off. I mm. have had those kinds of experiences with this TV. And I don't know, it's possible that somewhere along the line an update disables a lot of those features. Um, hmm. Because it doesn't seem to be as much of a problem these days. But that could also be maybe that I just don't use those features. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. So, uh, yeah, did switch on game mode. Didn't seem to make a huge amount of difference. Hmm. Uh, but I do think that my TV is definitely part of the problem. So, um, yeah, it's it's frustrating because you can't play certain kinds of games on it. Um, Regardless of the PS Mini? You uh, mean just in general? No, I think because it's... Yeah, because of the input lag. Right. I, I can't play certain types of games. I thought that, like, Marvel vs. Capcom would be a problem, but it wasn't too bad. Hmm. Um... But yeah, R-Type I couldn't play or anything like that. I played Time Pilot on it and it wasn't too bad, but it's definitely not ideal. Like if you want to seriously play a game, yeah, you might as well just play it on your PC if you can emulate it. Right. Um, yeah, that's pretty shit. But what I have been playing, which I've been really enjoying, is Diablo 1 on PlayStation. Both Matt and I's eyebrows raised <laughs> at least three inches. <laughs> Diablo 1? Yeah. <laughs> it's on PlayStation 1. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, huh? are you baffled as to why I would be attracted to play oh, that no. game? No, Diablo 1's a great game. Mm. It's just, I don't know, it just came out of nowhere. Mm. I wasn't expecting you to say Diablo. Well, I spent a lot of time like trawling through. I found a place to download some games. and um, I went. Through are you the saying whole you were list. legally... Obtained content? No. I was just getting a backup. Right. Yeah. Oh, so you own the the game? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Yes. Um, yeah, so... So you got your backup. I got that. And, yep. uh, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, it It's... It's quite different to play on the console because you walk around with a D-pad, and hmm. but uh, I've been really It'd enjoying it. It'd be very it. different because you—it's all a—it's uh, very mouse-driven on the yeah. PC, right? Because you're clicking yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah. That's how they design it, but 
was it really necessary? I mean, I don't know. Doesn't doesn't it make more sense that you just move your character? Mm. I think it works either way. There's, I think there's less precision. Actually, yeah, probably. Hmm. Hmm. There's less precision with the controller. Like you kind of, it kind of just auto auto attacks whatever's close to you. Huh. So you can't choose which target you're attacking a lot of the time. Okay. But there uh, is some advanced control options in it which I haven't explored yet. So maybe there is some options there to actually switch targets or something like that. Hmm. And yeah, like the the um, firing weapons, like ranged weapons, it has this little glow of light that like glows across the ground and goes to a target, hmm. and that will be the target that you're aiming at. Yeah. So there must be a way to switch targets, I would imagine. But then the, the thing apparently that was amazing back in the day was that it had a two-player mode that wasn't split-screen. So, hmm. I mean, I guess that's not unusual for old games. Cause How does that work? I don't know because I haven't tried it yet, but I right. imagine that you must just be stuck in that screen area. Okay, so it doesn't auto-split once you... No. Get far enough away. No. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm keen to try that. Um, but um, yeah, it's just a fun game. Like it's, I've got a lot of nostalgia for that game. It was probably one of the early games that I played a lot. Hmm. Um, on the PC originally, or PlayStation? Yeah, on PC. Okay. I mean, I remember having a demo of it, hmm. playing the demo over and over, and then uh, my mom used to play it a lot and. Yeah, me and my brother got into it, and we learned how to dupe, and then <laughs> later on learned how to get a trainer, and hmm. I remember doing lots of silly things with the trainer, hmm. <laughs> um, and even learning how to like do a memory hack. Like I downloaded an app that would scan the memory, uh, uh. and so you would find like, oh, my experience is like one million six hundred eighty-five thousand and fifty-two, and you'd search for that specific number in memory. Yeah. And it would find oh. it, and then you change it to nine 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 nine, and then um, sometimes the game would crash. <laughs> Most of the time, it actually worked. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, so we mostly just cheated. I never actually finished it properly, so that's what I want to do: right. go back and actually finish it properly without cheating. Hmm. Oh, I spent so much time duping spell books mainly. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> um. And I remember my mom would play online and she once uh, was just in a random game and she's like, that's right, we found that she had all this cool gear and we're like, what happened? And she's like, oh, some guy just came along and dropped it on the ground and just gave it to me. Hmm. And I think later on we realized like that guy was probably cheating and she's like, I don't know, I wasn't cheating, I just picked it up. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) <laughs> she was just given it, so yeah. Like it was probably hacked. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Those games were full of hackers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then someone would join the game and turn on PvP and come down your town portal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So PS Mini. Yep. It's oh. it's kinda broken. But it's cheap. Kinda broken, cheap. Easy to can, mod. You can play anything on. Because mm-hmm. um, you can also play RetroArch and like any, which can have any emulator basically, and apparently mm. most of them work pretty well. Okay. Even Dreamcast. Hmm. Um, is the uh, 
you probably don't know the answer to this question, is it as powerful, more powerful than the, say, SNES Mini or? Um, I don't know. Okay. Um, that's a really interesting question because I believe that the SNES Mini can be hacked in a similar way and hmm. I'm sure you could load PlayStation ROMs on that and it would be interesting to see if they ran better on that. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. I'm sure that info is out there. Yep. Oh, and that's the other thing I was going to mention. Like, Discord <coughs> has been so awesome, um, you know, apart from all the stuff we've been doing on it. There's Discords for everything, and I joined hmm. the Discord for the PlayStation Classic, and it seems like there's this weird phenomenon happening, I think, at the moment where those kinds of supports are moving onto Discord and off forums, which means that you can't Google them anymore. Oh, yeah. So when you're looking for answers for these questions, you often can't find them online. Hmm. You have to join a Discord community, and then people are asking those questions. And That's an interesting, yeah. I mean, it's obviously direction that not things are going. Definitive, but it's definitely. I mean, I found that with this PlayStation Classic thing. Not that I had heaps of problems because it's so easy, but mm. I did have one issue, and I couldn't find an answer to it. Even just the like, how do you play two player? That was a question that I couldn't find an answer to. And, like, I found a few people saying, oh, you need a hub, you know. Hmm. And I eventually worked out the whole thing with OTG, and you have to upgrade the kernel to be able to use OTG. Hmm. And, um, but then as soon as I joined the Discord, like, all the answers are there. Hmm. Um, so it's just about finding that. Hmm. Uh, and I think it's the same with the Streets of Rage speedrunning thing. Like, there's forums, but they're not very active because everyone's just yeah, everyone's on yeah Discord. Discord now. Yeah, Ghouls and Ghosts is the same. The Discord channel for Ghouls and Ghosts is just it's really really active. But the Discord for Ghouls and Ghosts is all the Makamura games. So it's okay. Ghosts and Goblins, Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins, um, and they're split in channels. Yep. But yeah, all of these just filled with so much information, it's crazy. Yep. I mean, people go into a lot of detail on that stuff. So it's really cool. So yeah, Discord's cool. And you can join ours. Yeah. Gamersystem.co slash Discord. <laughs> Come and join us and talk and stuff. Mm. Mm. seem like you've got something no i found a tv that's the only thing that happened ah you did find a tv yeah an old tv yeah yeah and was it was it dirty okay so it's a it was a council clean up uh, does every council do this i mean okay so uh, i don't no. think you, you can't actually have a tv picked up through council clean up really you have no, to take it can. to sorry I'm pretty sure you can. It depends on the council. 
Oh, maybe it does depend on the council. I, I'm pretty sure it does depend on the council. Okay. And different... So councils do things differently. What you're talking about, mm. your council cleanup, it sounds like it's a dedicated day. Everyone chucks their shit on yeah. the side of the road yeah. and the council comes around and picks it up. Yeah. Our council... I should come to your area on that in, day. In Camden, <laughs> you have to book times. Yeah, that's yeah. what ours okay. is like too. Wait, I get that as well. We get right. in Randwick. We get dedicated days to oh, a year. So you're in a privileged and also area. Two bookings, yeah. <laughs> two and private, two bookings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. wait, you have limited bookings. I think yeah. we have unlimited bookings. Oh okay. No, we have. I think it's two or three. Brianna's gone nuts on them. She's like, <laughs> I'm booking a council cleanup. We get it. We get it picked up, and then she's like, the next day, like, we need to book another council cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> How much shit have you got to throw away? I think she's just trying to get me to throw away some of my stuff. Ah, hmm. it's a subtle hint. Yeah. Yeah. See that pinball machine? That'd look really good on the side of the road. Well, I, got, <laughs> I got it out of the house now. Mm. Yeah. So on these dedicated days, it's you can just walk, you know, I just took the long way home one day from work, mm. just walked up and down every street looking for stuff. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Came so across. You're, you're that guy. Well, you know. No, I just said if, that. What to if make someone's throwing out a? I don't know. I totally to, want to do that too. What, what what's something amazing that you would find? Commodore sixty four. Yeah, you'd I never found, find one of those on the side of the road. I have found a Commodore sixty four boxed on the side of the road once. Yes, you have. I had one of these kinds really? of clean offs. Yeah. Yeah, I happen to have it now. Oh. Is, is, mm. I don't know if it's that one, but no, it's the one with my U sixty four in it now. But the box that I had this was the question last time we spoke. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a box of corn, though. Is is that the only one you've got? No, nah, I've got a few, but there's one over here. <clears throat> yeah, I think there was a blue one. So if that's particularly torn, that might be the one. I, don't, I know. don't know what I did with that box. Did you give me the box? I think so. Okay. Anyway. Now, for me, these piles of stuff have become like, you know, when you're driving and you see the good-looking lady walking along the road and you huh. get a bit distracted? That's what it's like for me now. And yeah. it's become a joke with Brianna where, you know, I'm like, oh, there's a pile of stuff there. And she's like, it's trash. Like, trash pile. <laughs> so now every time I see one, trash pile. <laughs> Someone could have been throwing out something amazing. They, yeah. You know, there's... We're in this crowd It's where, not uncommon. There's good stuff yeah. and these piles of rubbish. Yeah. The poo 64. Right. Indeed. Oh, and um, the other story... Is as I'm walking up and down the streets, there's a iMac. Like I don't know oh. how you tell what how old it is. It didn't look old. It wasn't a CRT. Hmm. Like you know, big, the flat, big flat screen thing. Yeah, big LCD one. See, this is what happens in the eastern suburbs of <clears throat> Sydney. And people I, oh, throw away iMacs. You know what? I took a photo of it. <laughs> I was just walking right. I wasn't going to pick it up then. So, so I took a photo and then walked down the street a bit more. And not twenty seconds later, this van. With all these spotlights on it, drives down the street <laughs> with the lights on because they're looking for stuff. What? Drives it, sees it instantly, stops, goes, you know, picks it off. A gang of men step out. There's only one guy. Right. So, like, my question is, you know, because I see things and there's, like, things in boxes and, like, plastic bags and yeah. stuff. I could never go up and open a plastic bag to see what was yeah. there. No, so I'm just like looking over. A lot of people of do. It. But these guys yeah. that, if there's a guy that's gone as far as putting spotlights on his van <laughs> to look for things. There are people who do this, just that's what they do. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, I wasn't the only person walking around. Like, it's like the streets are active. Mm. You know, it's like Halloween night or something, yeah. except people aren't in costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Now, I once did a council clean-up um, when I used to live in Liverpool and we were moving. And, you know, the, the rules and regulations say it has to be certain, let's just say, five yeah. by six yeah. metre cubed. It needs to be neatly packed and, mm. you know, all of this kind of stuff and not too high. And so I spent a lot of time putting a lot of shit in this perfect yeah. square. It was awesome. <laughs> like 10 minutes later, as soon as I walked away, there were just people oh. all over it. They were yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. shit yeah, everywhere. Yeah. By the time they were done, my front yard was just covered in shit. Yeah. And, yeah, people just do that. They go around and they look That's for stuff. Happened. Um, and like you, John, you know, you say you're scared to go and look in a plastic bag. I'm the same, but there's people that just don't give a shit. Mm. They're just in there yeah. like seagulls. That's crazy. But similarly on the rules, like about how much you can put out and what you can put out, most people just ignore it anyway, because mm. who's going to, no one gets dobbed in as far as I can tell. And mm. particularly where I'm living, like it's a lot of units. So there's no, if units out front of a block of units, who, who can you pin it on? Mm. Mm. Yeah. But if you have to book it, then. Yeah, it's different. But this is the, this is the free for all day. This is a, <laughs> we had a weird thing where we booked one and people added stuff to our pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without asking. We acquired trash. That's and, awesome. Because we, we booked it in and then we put the stuff straight out. And you have to book it like two weeks in advance. Mm. So, mm. it had to sit there. But then after like the third day, all this other stuff appeared. <laughs> so, I had to pull it into our garage because I was like, well, I don't want people to put more shit there. So, I had to pull all the stuff into the garage. <laughs> like acquired this old chair and... People are funny. And then when it came to the day before, I put it all back out and it was just like... Mm. You want to do it the day before. I've learned that. Mm. Otherwise, it's chaos. <laughs> um, so, other things I found was um, we fit. Um, it was, it's they're like dumbbells mm. in box. It was in box. Probably there was one sealed. It was two boxes actually. One sealed. was sealed, what? and the other was open. So I opened the one that was already open. Yeah, inside is. Dumbbells branded by Everlast, but you put your Wii remote in it, <laughs> and it's for Wii Fit. For oh, something it's like so that. funny. Must have been an unwanted gift. I remember you you saying in the chat, "Does anyone want these?" and you and you showed a photo, and all of us just went, "Nah, <laughs> no, we're good, thanks." <laughs> you knew that existed. Yeah. See, this if gems- I knew one was sealed, though, I might have said, oh. Oh, "You know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really funny, though, that they're just throwing away a sealed version. They must have opened one of them and went, you know, this is really rubbish. We're not even oh, yeah, going to bother with the, the other one. The one that was opened, they were all still in the bags, right? So, it, they hadn't been used, clearly. That's uh, funny. It must have been an unwanted wanted. Either that or some guys just like who worked at EB or something just ripped it off. <laughs> and then later on going, why did I even do this? <laughs> this wasn't worth losing my job over. <laughs> So, the real story is that I walked, you know, in my travels, found a Sony Trinitron TV. Mm. How big is it? Like 40-something centimeter, maybe. Mm. And it's one of the apparently good ones. Got all the inputs. Mm. So, I went home, got my car, drove back and picked it up. Mm. Nice. After you asked if anyone wanted it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't need another one. Because, yeah. I, I, actually, in a previous year, I had picked up a CRT off the side of the road. Yeah. That I'm using. Yeah. That I kept, yeah. So, you know, another reason to join our Discord chat, because, you know, 
you post mm. some pictures and yeah. said, hey, does anyone want, want this? Yeah. There is certainly a lot of love spread. Yeah. In the <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, and I said I'd have it mm. if it worked. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I tested it and it worked. And I didn't... I, I made pains to say, <clears throat> don't take it um, because you're not going to know if it's going to work or not. Yeah. But you said it's no problem because you can take it home, test it, and if it doesn't work, you just put it back out on the street. Yeah, pretty much. So, there's yeah. a pile of trash out front of my place anyway. Mm. And so, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. Like, you can take on the crap. <laughs> it's, it's no good. Just put it straight back out. Yeah, yeah, It'll be gone the next day. Mm. But it worked, yeah. and now it's in my house. Yep. But you, mm. how could he test it without taking it? But that's what I mean. Mm. I was saying uh, to him, don't <clears throat> take it because uh, you don't know if it's going to work or not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it works. Yeah. And now I have it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awesome. I'll use it for my U64. Yeah. In my game room. Yeah. Cool. Very nice of you to give me rubbish. Yeah, free TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's a TV. Free TV. We saved it from going to, well, would it go to landfill? Parts of it would. I don't know. What, what do they, they do, do with that stuff? Yeah, I, um, you know, they pick up so much trash at these council mm. cleanups. I don't know that they sort them properly. Mm. So, mm. yeah, we had to take our TV or my TV to like a special uh, TV recycling center. Mm. And when I went there, I saw other CRTs, and I was just like, oh, "Do those work?" <laughs> like you. Because they probably do, yeah. and um, yeah. but they won't give them to you. Because mm. once there, they can't. Mm. It's just like yeah. yeah, yeah. So once upon a time, people throwing out TVs, you assume it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, but these days, th- you know, because people aren't like actively using a CRT, they're throwing it out because they don't want it, not because it's broken. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you want a CRT? Yeah, why? I know. Oh. Only. Crazy people yeah. want those things. Yeah, and people who want no latency on their display. <laughs> <laughs> What's a display? Yeah. Is cool. That, is that one of those digital photo frame things? <laughs> <laughs> so is that everything? Uh, yeah. It sounds like you've got more. No. Right. You sure? Yeah. I'll quickly, briefly, quickly, briefly talk about uh, a couple of things. So, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 update. Still haven't played it. Okay. Shang Tsung has been added. What? Was that the update? Played by Carrie. Correct. But I thought he was already in the game. No. Oh. Not. Who knew? You knew. He's like the first. Well, uh, I think technically... um, Shao Kahn is the first like DLC character, but he came with. Like, he came a, with the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I've I have him as a sticker on the front of my Mortal Kombat 11 that I haven't played yet. Yeah. 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 I so yeah, I think it was like the pre-order version, but when I bought it I got him too. So yeah. I'm works. thinking maybe they didn't get the pre-orders they expected. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, anyway, that's my Mortal Kombat 11 update. Still haven't played it. Mm. But he does look really cool. Shang Tsung. Mm. Mm. Yep. Isn't he modelled after the guy who played Shang Tsung in the movie? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Played by Carrie. Yes, indeed. Carrie. Not sure his last name. But we know he's Carrie. Indeed. <laughs> Carrie Song. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, the other thing, I'm continuing to speed run Ghouls and Ghosts because I'm a crazy person. You are and ridiculous. I hit the milestone of 300 attempts. Yep. Yeah. 300 attempts. That's a lot of attempts. Four completions. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the room went really silent there. So that's not a very good average, wow. I would say. Yeah, but... um, does it, uh, um, I mean, I assume it means you uh, quit as soon as there's a problem or have to be a big problem... Uh, as soon as you hit a problem that you know you're not going to get past mm. um, or make the run just completely un- not worth doing. Mm. But most of the time, I'm just trying to get through the game as fast as possible using all the fast techniques mm. and oh. just not getting through because of oh, RNG or whatever. Particular strategy is really difficult. Yeah. And there's a lot of RNG involved. Yeah. So you might be trying to do something and it depends on something particular happening. Yeah. If that something particular doesn't oh, yeah. happen, then you start. Oh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, there is a lot of, I guess there is a lot of re-attempts. Like on the first stage, for instance, if I happen to die, I'll probably mm. just kill off all my men and restart again. Mm. So, but in general, yeah, it's, it's me just trying to beat the game on one credit. The other difference, I guess, is a lot of runners will use continues. So they will start their run, lose all their lives, continue and keep going. Mm. Whereas I don't do that. I try and do it on one credit. But yeah, anyway, 300 attempts, four completions. It's, um, that's almost one completion per 100 games. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the thing that's happening. I'm still playing it. I, I know I'm getting better. I can. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, do you feel like you're improving? Yeah, definitely. And generally, when I do put in a session, a session might be two, three hours, probably once a week. Um, the The software tracks your best splits as well, obviously. Mm. So a split is it's like a lap. It's mm. how fast you get through a stage, mm. and each stage is a split. Mm. Um, but it also does a sum of best splits. Mm. So this is. All your record times through a stage added together, mm. what your time would be. Yeah. Um, and each time I do that in a three-hour session, I'm usually taking that down by about 10 seconds or so. Yeah. So, I'm definitely getting better. That's, yeah, the number I tend to watch when I'm doing it too. Like, every time I complete a section, like, oh, it took two seconds off there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my, as, as I've said, I think a few times, my goal is to get under 16 minutes, um... And my best, some of best splits time is still about 16 minutes, 20 seconds. So I've still got a fair bit to go. 
So when you um, get under 16 minutes, do you know where that places you on the leaderboard? Yeah, I think it's about fifth, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's only one other guy that's running on actual arcade hardware. Everyone else is running on either emulator or PS2 or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so my goal is just to be the fastest original arcade runner. Mm-hmm. Um and he's got a time of 16 minutes and 5 seconds, that other guy. So if I can get under that, then that's my goal achieved, I think. But I am enjoying it, so I'll probably keep on going anyway. And how's your Sanwar stick and buttons? Yeah, really good. The stick is really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. I still don't have the level of uh, reaction that I would have on an MCA. So there's certain things I don't feel like I can do on the sandwar just yet just because the throw of the stick is further Mm -hmm. so for instance on the second stage boss as he's spawning up out of a bunch of fire what you can do is you jump and then almost immediately after you fire right to tag him just as he appears and then fire and you jump left and then you start firing up so you fire right then start firing up whilst you're jumping left. Mm-hmm. I can't do that on the sandwar yet because it's too many movements in different directions mm. too quickly. Mm. I can do that on the MCA. I can't do it on the sandwar. Mm. So I'll eventually get used to the further, uh, the, fur- the, m- the more movement you need to put in to move in different directions. Mm. I'll eventually get used to that, but I'm not used to it just yet. Mm. But those sort of things, those minuscule little, uh, you know, techniques might save you minuscule amounts of seconds. Mm. So it's not really a big deal. Mm. And for someone like me who is not completing a run very often, it doesn't really matter. Mm. So I'll eventually get used to it. Yes, and other than that, I'm practicing Ghosts and Goblins a little bit because we've got Battle of the Arcades tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Me and Matt are going. Yep. You're not going, are you, John? No. No. You're moving and yeah, babies and... And there's a lot of packing to do. Yeah. So, yeah, me and Matt are going. Ben's going. Ben Banasic. Battle of the Arcades at 1989 Arcade Bar and Kitchen. Oh, they're not Arcade Bar and Kitchen anymore. No. They don't have a kitchen. Hmm. Arcade Bar. No. Oh, this arcade kitchen. Arcade Bar and Pinball Machine. Just with games in it now. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Battle of the Arcades. We've talked about it a little bit before. I originally wasn't going to attend just because I've got a lot on. Um but made some space tomorrow, so I'll be going along. It's the qualifiers tomorrow, then finals on Sunday. I don't think I can make the finals. Mm. Just too much stuff going on. So I'm mainly just going for, I don't know, a bit of fun. I'll play some games. Do you know the rules to the Battle of the Arcades? Kind of, sort of. So I think maybe there's six or seven games chosen... Um, and this is chosen across all the arcades that are participating. There's arcades in Victoria, mm-hmm. New South Wales, Queensland, New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, yeah, New Zealand's in it too. Um, and there's seven games. They get in a bunch of players. They can play these games for as much as they like, put up scores for all these games. Mm-hmm. And I think 
the top 10 at the end of the day qualify to go into the finals the next day. And then the next day in the finals, you're registering scores, I think, as a team. Is that right? I don't know. You're not doing it individually. I think it's a team. Oh, okay. Um, and it's entered into a a bracket online. So all the arcades are submitting their scores at the same time into the brackets. Um, and yeah, whoever comes out on top, I guess, is crowned the arcade so is it thing in- winner. So to qualify, you have to be able to play decently at all the games, but then when it comes to the finals, you're competing with all the other arcades. And so as an individual, you only have to be able to contribute one good score I believe and then so. you use the best score. Okay. I believe so. I could be completely wrong, but I think that's how it works. Um, yeah. But I don't think I can go along to the Sunday one anyway. But not really my plan, but how it turned out was, yeah, I just decided to put in more time on Ghosts and Goblins. The other games I don't really know so well. Or in the instance of things like Pac-Man and Space Invaders, obviously I know them well, but I, I'm not good at them. Mm. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, I've never been great at, uh, but yeah, just decided to play it a fair bit because obviously I'm a big fan of Ghouls and Ghosts, the second game, so I thought I'd, you know, give it a shot, and um, so yeah, I've been playing that a little bit. It's kind of funny because never been that great at it, um, even probably a week ago, played it at 1989, um, couldn't even get off the first stage you know, after using about seven credits or so. But, yeah, practicing at home on my main cab, um, uh, I got to the third stage, I think it is, which is where you can start doing some exploitation, <laughs> some point pressing, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, and my previous high score was about 79,000 or something like that, which is garbage. <laughs> and I ended up putting up a score of one point. 3 million or something like that, which is higher than the world record score on Twin Galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've gotten a little better at the game, but it's point pressing. Mm. And also I, I learned later by looking at the rules in Twin Galaxies, um, they've disallowed being able to just point press in that one spot. Mm. It's, it's now tournament settings and you've only got five lives. Mm. You can't just point press, gain lives, point press, gain lives. However, the way Ghosts and Goblins works, you can only amass a certain number of lives and then it stops giving you lives. So you can't do it forever. Mm. But regardless, yeah, it's a it's a technique that could be potentially used. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I don't think any of us can uh, beat the first stage. Mm. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think if you can just get past the first stage, you're, you're doing okay. Mm. Um. But the rules in Battle of the Arcades do state that, you know, the honor system applies, no excessive leeching, no glitch exploits and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but in saying that, point pressing, it's something you can do on one life and then try and keep moving through the game. So that's probably what I'm going to do. Hmm. And that's what the Twin Galaxies world record scores do as well. And they have strict rules around leeching. Yeah. So as long as you're progressing through the game you're allowed to point press to a certain extent Mm. yes that will be tomorrow should be fun and we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. i think matt's our secret weapon no you seem to be pretty 
pretty okay at all the games. I figured out uh, Metal Slug 3. Mm-hmm. Well, not really. I I mean, more points than anyone else. Everyone mm-hmm. hates Amadar, but I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm better at Burger Time now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. Pac-Man? I haven't practiced at all. Right. Do you like Pac-Man? Uh, yeah, I, I, I suppose. Who, who doesn't? <laughs> well, it's a great game. No one. What? Get out. <laughs> not, not me. What? How can you dislike Pac-Man? I just don't. It's like it's disliking that, Tetris. It's not that I dislike it. I just don't understand what's fun about it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike an excellent game like Mario Ball, mm. it's so much fun. See, we can we can see <laughs> how things are wrong here. Let's just wait till the next episode when we talk about our. Chosen games. Mm. Uh, Mm. Did I let the cat out of the pack? Yeah. Not really. Okay. Because next episode, we will be uh, deciding the best 90s game of all time. 1990, I should say. Well, 90s is the wrong game. (laughs) The best (laughs) game made in year 1990. Hmm. (laughs) And that recording will be after this one, actually, so... Hence why John brings it up, I guess. Mm. Spoilers. Mm. Spoilers. Mm. So, I look forward to that. A certain game was released in 1990 that a certain person is is particularly enamoured with. (laughs) True. Mm. Mm. But all will be revealed in the next episode, not this one. Mm-hmm. And in saying that, are we done with this episode? It's been like three hours. Yeah. Not that long, but yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so look forward to next episode because we will be choosing... Well, we'll, nom- we'll be nominating games mm-hmm. for the best games of 1990 and it'll be a following episode after that where we do the voting mm-hmm. and actually choose the best game of 1990. Either way, there will be talk of games from 1990. <laughs> yep. We're done? We're yep. finished? Yep. Good. Good. Matt, oh, okay. I just had to confirm. <laughs> yep. You had that face. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Game the System Podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co. Also, the Discord channel now, uh, gamethesystem.co slash Discord. You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M A R C S underscore Tweet. John Twitches over at Twitch.tweet. I always mess this up. It's hard <laughs> to say. Twitch.tv. Because you got Huego after it. <laughs> no one says Huego. It's hard. Twitch.tv slash Huego. H W A Y G O. Have you been twitching anything? Recently, um, I did play some Streets of Rage, but um, yeah, I packed up my green screen. Ah. My last stream was Sans green screen, and I felt very unprofessional. <laughs> right, you felt exposed. Yep, mm. people could see the walls of my garage, mm. and it just felt wrong. Mm. So I haven't streamed since then. Mm. Um, and it, we'll see what the internet's like in the new house. 
Mm. Hopefully it's good. Mm. It's within NBN boundaries. Uh-huh. Um, it's the last house on the street, but then it's next to a main road, so hmm. I don't know. Would the, Do you think... I don't know how that's going to work. I'm a bit yeah, worried, actually, because there's the main road and then there's like a water catchment area between the main road and us. So they mm. wouldn't run stuff under there, would they? So it's likely that the line is going to be going like all the way through the streets and we're going to be like the last house on the line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no? Maybe. Not sure. Yeah, so I'm a bit worried about that. <laughs> None of us are NBN experts. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Hopefully it's good. Mm. Are you on the NBN at the moment? I've got cable right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're a cable guy. Excellent. Right. Yep. And I think... look forward to the NBN because it's probably not going to be excellent. I think I might as well be... My understanding of it is it's basically NBN, but instead of having, like, the copper to to my house, I have Mm. cable to my house instead. Mm. Mm. So it's better. From the node. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Anyway. It's pretty good. Right. But I won't have it in the new place. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, and Matt, he's around. Yeah. Mm. You do anything? Not lately. Right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Please rate us on iTunes. That helps a lot. It gives us exposure, and we all like exposure. Mm-hmm. Just and, like that picture that I sent earlier in the week. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> I had to type single-letter <laughs> sentences to try oh, and yeah. scroll it off the screen. <laughs> People have to use that stuff at work, you know. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I took it at work in the office. Cool. But there was no one else in the office. Right. Yep. Anyway. Lucky Discord is not, you know, something that keeps things forever and you can search. Mm. Hmm. So join our Discord to see uh, John's ass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it'll just come up if you type John's ass. Probably. Mm-hmm. You could try. Mm. If you really wanted to. <laughs> or if you want to see it, just send me a PM. It's <laughs> <laughs> happy to hand it out. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.